cover story. Cover a story or attain that coveted story. Get it? That is exactly what you want. Quoted as the expert. The story. Headline. The spin. Every week, join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public. Your public. Craft your image. Promote your products. Create expert status. Become the buzz. Join us with the pros. PR 101. Crisis management. Media blitzing. It's all here on Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hey, hello everybody. This is Joe Belaurier, and you're here for another episode of Cover Story. Uh, we have a guest with us today, Jocelyn Brandes. I hope I'm saying that last name correctly. Brandeis, uh, that's okay. Brandeis, thank you. I wondered about that. <laughs> is uh, here with us today, and uh, Jocelyn's got quite a resume. She's uh, been contributing her PR talents for about 15 years or more now. Uh, is co-founder of JBLH Communications in New York. She's founder and moderator of a Yahoo group for New York City public relations types of all levels. And uh, most recently, I've found that she's a regular contributor on the PR industry uh, trends topic at Talent Zoo, which is a, a website with uh, all sorts of resources for public relation types. So, Jocelyn, welcome. Thank you, you so much for having me. Oh, it's good to have you here. Uh, you know, it's nice uh, to have someone with uh, the resume of your uh, length, if you will. Uh, Thank you. Actually. I do try to get in, <laughs> as involved as possible. You I really certainly love do. Industry. You certainly do. I, I think uh, you know PR lends itself to Type A personalities. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You, there are a couple of things that. Uh, you have to have when coming into this business, you need to be an exceptional writer and you need to be a real networker. Um, you need to be able to get on the phone with the journalist, whether or not it's a cold call, and build that relationship in order to um, get your clients press. And it's all about credibility. It's all about building relationships and reputation management. Oh, absolutely. And that's what I'm good at. <laughs> absolutely. It sounds like you were a networking fiend. I am. I am. You know, the only site that um, that I really network through is LinkedIn um, because I feel it's incredibly professional. Plus, I belong to offline groups, including my networking group, which is based in Manhattan. It's sort of like a BNI or a LATIP. And um, I also run the, uh, the PR group on Yahoo for 250 members in New York City. And I network every possible chance I can get. I go to meetup groups, I, you know, anything and everything that's out there. But the only site that I'm actually on uh, professionally for social networking is LinkedIn. And LinkedIn, historically, and I think this is changing of late, was there for the folks in the IT circles. But certainly within the last two years, that has become diluted, shall we say, with oh, yeah. professionals from all walks of life, uh, including Absolutely. PR, and, and obviously you've made it a success for you. Yes, very much so. Um, currently, you know, I don't count my links, but currently I think at last check I had somewhere around 650 links, and I would say that probably the last 200 of them came in the past month alone from people I've met or people who wanted to connect to me, because I get about five requests per day for a connection. Um, you know, and sometimes it's someone I know or sometimes it's someone's business that I'm just interested in. So, uh, you know, I love to talk to people. 
That's cool. And, you know, I'm I'm an online tech geek. I I confess to it right now. (laughs) And all these bright, shiny things uh, really draw my eye. And LinkedIn is kind of one of those standard issue items. It's not bright and shiny. It doesn't have a lot of flash and bells and whistles, and you're not embedding video on your page and all that crap. Um, So when you get... Uh, I, I can't segue to the question I want to go from here, so I'm just sure. going to jump to my question. Given all that, and given the popularity it's received, and, and yeah, it is a very professional platform because of all of the above, mm-hmm. when someone contacts you and says, hey, I want to add you to my LinkedIn network, and you've never heard of them, and you you look at you know what they have on LinkedIn, and yeah, they're in the PR space or marketing or what have you, how do you cultivate that outreach to you? Well, oddly enough, um, you know, I met somebody over coffee yesterday, um, and neither of us, you know, I I don't need to pitch her business. She doesn't need PR at the moment, but we had a lot of things in common, and she initially contacted me via LinkedIn. Um, And even funnier enough, we live two blocks away from each other here in the city, (laughs) so it worked out perfectly. But, um, you know, we sat down over coffee and said, you know, well, what can I do for you now? What can you do for me? And how can we work together? You know, not just to promote your business one way or the other, either hers or mine, but also how do we get involved, you know, in each other's communities? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're, t- we're taking it to the next level there. Mm-hmm. So when no. I don't know someone, you know, chances are I want to meet them over coffee or, or lunch. Um, I had a lunch meeting on Monday with someone who contacted me from another LinkedIn group and said to me, oh, you're in PR? Well, I handle sports management. Let's talk. And I said, great. And now, you know, Sweet. we're trying to work together on something for, um, for an event at Yankee Stadium all in the past two days. Mm-hmm. You know, all because so I, of Like I said, I'm a real networker. I, I first read somebody's profile before I connect to them, and then chances are we'll have lunch or coffee. Oh, that's I find great. them of that's interest great. and, you know, think that I can be of help to them as well. And, and uh, you know, the added value of living in New York City to be able to accomplish that. Oh, absolutely. You've got such a density there of people uh, It's such people a mobile city. With. It's such a That's mobile right. city. We can meet, you know, downtown, uptown, midtown, east, west, wherever, um, you know, and it, and it's not that difficult to get there. Our subway system is great. Right, right. I was there just last week. Um, I'm over here in the West Coast most of the time, but I was up there for uh, search engine strategies along with a bunch of other uh, online geek-type people such as myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we uh, Webmaster Radio, bless their hearts, uh, put together uh, one heck of a party down in Times Square at the Spotlight Live uh, karaoke bar. It was, uh, mm-hmm. it was a hoot, as we say over here. Um, Let's see, where are we at time-wise, George? Okay, well, it looks like we need to uh, take a moment here and and break, and uh, we'll come back uh, with Jocelyn Brandeis. Am I saying it right? Yes, perfect. Oh, hallelujah. Okay, from here on, I'll get it right. We'll be (laughs) back with Jocelyn Brandeis uh, in just a moment after a word from our sponsors. Stick around. Cover story. We'll be back after this short break.
do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Need help improving your PPC campaigns? Tired of spending all your time swamped with spreadsheets and manual updates? Turn to Adapt SEM software to optimize your campaigns and to reach your goals. Adapt SEM is one of the most affordable and reliable tools on the market for improving PPC campaigns. Adapt SEM not only optimizes your bids, but also gives you keyword suggestions, competitive research, and helps to test ads all in one place at flat rate pricing and no long-term commitments. Learn how Adapt SEM can help manage your PPC campaigns better. Check out our free webinar at adapt.com slash webmaster radio. Sign up now for a free personal tour. Adapt.com slash webmaster radio. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. Welcome to Webcology. As the listeners can probably tell by our accent and our bizarre sense of humor, we're Canadian. Hockey is everything up here. The company I work with has organized a local hockey tournament, raising money for charity. I got the great college. First, you might want to ask me uh, tomorrow when I'm in 10 or 11 shades of pain how I feel about all this. <laughs> Live broadcast Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Find the WebmasterRadio.fm Web 2.0 watering hole and have a drink on us. WebmasterRadio.fm is now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Find us now on the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Welcome back to Cover Story, everybody. This is Joe Belorier of PR Web. I'm here today with our guest, Jocelyn Brandes of JBLH Communications. And Jocelyn, uh, you know, being a PR Web uh, breed over here, I'm, I'm real sensitive to press releases. And in preparing for our talk today, you forwarded on a press release about a recent project you're doing. And uh, it's all around Doggy Tug. Well, tell yeah. me more about this project for this campaign. Doggy Tug, um, I, we just launched it on Monday of this week, so two days ago. And um, it can be purchased online or in specialty boutique stores, um, groomers, doggy day spas, doggy care, things like that across the country. And Doggy Tug is a new dog t- a dog tug that can be played between a dog and an owner, a dog on its own, or even two dogs. It's um, made of terry cloth and rubber, and everything is non-toxic. There's fishing wire on it to make it super, super strong. It's one of the most durable dog toys that I've seen out there, and I have a dog who chews up a new toy every week. And my dog, you know, as a toy poodle, is not able to even break this. It was amazing to me, and so I called them as soon as I received it, and uh, 
you know, told them I wanted a, I wanted them as my client. That's good. That's cool. I, I love having clients that you know I I follow them over their products first and then bring them on as clients second. Yeah, they're the, they're the best ones because you really can you know go uh, hog wild as it were. Absolutely, now, and we're, our journalist response in the past two days has been wild, absolutely beyond my or the client's dream. You know, everyone wants a sample. They all want to review it. They want to talk about it. They want to tell their readers, whether it's journalists or blogs, uh, bloggers or, you know, whomever, it's really taking off, and I'm thrilled. And so is the All right, client. so let's, let's, look, let's look at the practices around this campaign. Let's look at what you did to get all that sort of recognition. Uh, you had a, a well-written press release. Uh, mm-hmm. We won't, won't go into the, the blood and sweat and tears that probably went into uh, composing that. But once you had that press release, you needed to get to the media with it. How did you do that? Well, you know, I, unfortunately, I hate to say that we went with Business Wire, <laughs> not the other No, I, I hope uh, you did. That was topic in our heads, whether or not, you know, which, which uh, wire service to go with. And mm-hmm. uh, we did choose Business Wire. We sent it out over the wire Monday afternoon. And I also had um, a targeted media list, which I use. And it includes about, I would say, 95 publications at the moment. And I keep adding to it every day as I find more bloggers or people contact me because of the release. So, you know, what I do is strictly media relations. It's um, corporate communications, crisis communications, and also going out there on behalf of my client and talking to the journalists and bloggers about what my client is doing and trying right. to get them executive interviews. I also handle um, newsletters, brochures, uh, a whole bunch of things that are all listed on my website at jblhcommunications.com. Um, but... You know, I do basic media relations for my clients, and that's really our strategy here. Mm-hmm. Great. And, uh, you know, did it take just simply getting the press release out to the media to get the feedback uh, or the request coming back, or did it require a little more uh, follow-up and, uh, and, and contacting those relationships you already had established? Um, it's a combination of both. You know, I've gotten some requests because of the press release being sent out uh, via the wire. A few journalists have contacted me. And in addition, I have sent the release out to a bunch of bloggers and targeted media that I already have relationships with. And some of them are also cold calls, and they're responding just as well, or I should say cold emails. Um, you know, and over the next week, uh, there will be a lot more follow-up mm-hmm. via phone, via email, whatever it takes. Great. That's great. I've, I've got my big uh, 75-pound dog laying on the floor behind my uh, desk here, and uh, this is just the kind of thing that uh, he would certainly be excited about. Well, we'll be happy to send have... you a sample. <laughs> Sounds great. Sounds great. Um, you know, this is conventional marketing, or conventional PR, if you will. Uh, yeah. You know, what you did here, um, you know, and using traditional news wire, like a business wire, which, by the way, PR Web partners with business wire because our services are complementary. We're not necessarily directly competing with them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I, I applaud your choice of traditional news wire there. Well, that's good to know. I will keep that in mind for future use, and everyone should know that. <laughs> right. Right. Matter of fact, if uh, when using PR or when you're using uh, Business Wire, uh, one of the distribution options on their platform is Eon, Enhanced Online News. 
and that incorporates distribution through PR Web uh, without having to uh, jump over to PR Web and, and redo all the effort that you're doing already on PR on Business Wire. Oh, that's good to know. I had no idea. You know, it's, yeah. it's been a few years um, that since I've last used a wire service because most of my clients, although not small, um, some of them are startups, you know, don't have really huge budgets beyond what my monthly retainer is. Um, they want just a targeted media list and, you know, have an email blast go out to them. Um, as opposed to using it uh, using a wire, which could cost upwards of thousands of dollars, you know, two three thousand dollars, if you go with pictures and a whole bunch of other things. Sure, sure. And and I see in the press release you sent me, uh, you got some photographs at the bottom there of yeah. the product. Um, <laughs> cool a lot of fun. I, mean, product. I, I really like the tires with my, one. Playing with my dog and the toy. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you're also uh, currently writing uh, as an ongoing author at TalentZoo.com. Yes, and, I am one of the uh, more rotating writers during a month, and it's been great. I've been doing it for almost two months now, and, um, you know, it, it's hard to come up with topics, I have to say. There's a lot you can talk about, but you never want to talk too negatively. So you have to really think hard and, about what you're writing and what you're talking about and uh, write for your reader. Right, and you know, in the PR realm today, a lot of the the buzz, a lot of the pot stirring is negative. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of things going on that people uh, point to and say, "What the heck?" Uh, right. You know, why and, why would you know, anybody think to you know cloak their identity and start putting positive spin out there on behalf of their clients or something to that effect? Right. And one thing, you know, in the very first article that I wrote for them uh, back, I believe it was in January. Um, I talked about community and how PRs really need to support each other. And in that uh, article, I included four or five different links to um, groups, news groups. Mm-hmm. Yep, the, the really Yahoo groups, the young PR pros or small PR agency pros, PR mm-hmm. Byte, uh, yep. your own group at uh, the, for the New York City PR group. Yes. Yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm members of all but the New York City group. Well, I think it's so, time you become a member. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm we'll not talk from about New York that City. <laughs> it is primarily for New York City-based PRs, but we do allow a few uh, PR industry recruiters on and certain people who um, have worked with New York media for their clients. You know, they could be in mm-hmm. L.A., they could be in Denver, but, you know, as long as the, they won't be able to come to New York events, but they can certainly participate in discussion. Right, and, and I know from my involvement in these other groups that there's a constant chatter, there's a constant give and take. Uh, it's just amazing how much information people are willing to sit down and put out uh, when somebody asks a question, such as uh, what was it today on uh, on one of the PR groups. I think somebody said, wow, I've got a celebrity that's come to me wanting to promote a product that my client has. How do I best handle this? They had never encountered that situation before. And, you know, what a great place to put that question out there. Uh, Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you get tremendous feedback from everyone in the group. You know, as I said, my group is one of the smaller groups. We only have about 250. But a group, I think, like YPRP um, has, I think there are over five or 7,000 members. 
You know, they're mm-hmm. national and international, and they're probably one of the first PR groups that pops up when you search for PR. So, you know, they're pretty big, and their membership will respond immediately. I mean, mine will too, but it's, you know, it's much more um, geographically located. Right, right. And, you know, what I, I'm really thrilled at on these sites is the respect people give. I, I think oh, it's because you're, you're, you know, playing near your dog food, so you're going to play nice. Um, but uh, in the same breath, you know, people can join anonymously and, uh, you know, get away with a lot of crap flinging uh, before they get kicked out of the group. Absolutely. But uh, you just, you, you don't see that. And, 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 you know, with the numbers you were putting out there, you know, in the thousands, certainly not everyone is participating. There's an awful lot of lurking going on, yeah. a lot of just listening, you know, keeping your ear to the ground, learning yeah. from what other people are doing. You don't necessarily have to be a vocal uh, participant in these groups exactly. to get something from them. You know, there are a lot of people on my board who are not participators until they're ready to participate, but in the meantime, they send me personal notes saying, I can't believe you've done this. This is wonderful. Thank you so much. You're great. Keep going. You know, they give me a lot of encouragement, which is really, really wonderful. It makes my time worth it. Yeah, I agree. You know, and I even that, had a senior vice president from an agency who wanted to join yesterday when I mentioned it. He said, oh, I definitely want to participate. You know, send me the link immediately. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So. All right. Well, with that, let's uh, break again to uh, get to our fine sponsors that are helping uh, uh, provide this. Uh, this Boy, my mind just went blank there. Let's get to the sponsors and give me a chance to regroup here, and uh, we'll be back shortly. Stick around. Cover story. We'll be back after this short break. Okay, so you're telling me that if I put the Go Currency Converter on my site, all my international customers can see how much they're paying in their own currency? Yeah. GoCurrency.com has free currency converters, language translations, international clocks, everything you need to do international business. So how does it work? Conversion elves. Conversion elves? Yeah, watch. Want to know what this will cost in euros? Check this out. Listen up, elves. We got one. $34 US. I need that in euros. Now, people. We got it. Put it up there, elves. Wow. Currency elves. Who knew? GoCurrency.com. Free currency converters, language translations, and more. GoCurrency.com. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. More than a name. Faster than a speeding bullet, it's the super way to pay. It's Fast Transact. Fast Transact is the safe, secure, and fast way to process credit cards, online checks, and gift cards. Find multiple payment gateway and merchant account options to keep your costs down and sales up, up, and away. You can build your business empire in a single bound while Fast Transact fights the never-ending battle to keep payment processing safe and secure. Your quest for an e-commerce solution has found its final destination. Fly over to FastTransact.com today. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. 
Chris Hanger, Vice President of Affiliate Marketing at Performix DoubleClick. What can we expect out of affiliate marketing this year? Over time, we've seen people wonder if the demise of affiliate marketing is coming, and, and I certainly don't believe that. The nuances, the types of specific affiliates and affiliate publishers do change, and, and we expect further change. Affiliate Marketing Insider, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Get hooked, wrapped, and dished all week long on webmasterradio.fm. Your destination for education and entertainment. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Welcome back, everybody. Joe Belorier of PR Web here with my wonderful guest, Jocelyn Brandes of JBLH Communications. And Jocelyn, I was uh, reading recently one of your articles. Uh, it was from uh, February on TalentZoo.com about the ever-changing face of PR. Mm-hmm. And in there you mentioned the uh, social media news release, or social media release, uh, yeah. which is... Uh, you know, people have been buzzing about that for about a year now. Mm-hmm. What, what's your take on the social media release? You know, I think it's interesting. Um, I have yet to use it, although I have looked at it a couple of times. It's just, it, you know, basically it's a different format to send out a press release. Um, it doesn't, it, it's not as verbose. It's more factual and get to the point and let's go. Um so, yeah. I, you know, I haven't really considered using it yet because I think, um, you know, I like to start campaigns with traditional PR. PR 101, let's do the basics, then we can move on to something else. So, um, you know, I don't know I, that... Go ahead. Oh, I agree. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm challenged to find the merit in it. I, I do see why... People are, are arguing for something like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a misnomer to call it a social media release. I think it's more that you're trying to create a journalist-friendly or blogger-friendly release that's easily recomposed uh, into whatever platform they want to use it in. Yeah. Uh, me- meaning that, you know, I want to grab a quote out of this. It's really tough to, you know, go 50 characters in on the third line and try to highlight down to, you know, the the 60th character on the fifth line with my mouse. It'd mm-hmm. be great if I could just simply click a line and uh, grab it and copy it. I mean, if we're getting down to you know making it as easy as possible for journalists or bloggers to repurpose this content, and uh, you know making it easy for them to highlight and cut and paste uh, is the ultimate in trying to uh, placate their needs, of course. Oh, absolutely. But but let's take Doggy Tug, for instance. That's mm-hmm. a new name. Uh, people don't know what Doggy Tug is uh, probably when they first got the release. And so you had some education to do. I don't know that just sticking to the facts would have uh, maybe resonated as much because they didn't know in what context those facts were being positioned. Well, you know, Doggy Tug is a tactile object. So I think in order for you to really understand it, you have to see it which is why we sent the press release out with photos. Um, you know, it's not something that I would have just sent over a wire and said, here you go. Um, I, I think that people need to see it, touch it, feel it, smell it, 
Um, and I don't think a social media release really gives the opportunity for that. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's a quote that I had in the release that I think, you know, if they only took one portion of it or if it wasn't part of the rest of the writing, it wouldn't make sense. You know, because quotes are often taken, uh, quotes are often written in context to the rest of the release as opposed to just a one-off. Mm-hmm. You know, I usually relate my quote back to the paragraph before it or a major point. So sometimes if I don't, you know, if the quote would stand alone, then it, would, it might confuse a few people, which is why I like the regular press release. And, you know, I'm not saying that um, a press release needs to be written for every single piece of news. Sometimes it's not press release worthy these days. Sometimes the best thing you can do for your client is write a pitch letter on their behalf and send it out and save them the money of the wire service, you know, save them whatever you can um, because a lot of the times a pitch letter will suffice when a press release is just overkill and save the press release for when you have major news. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Understood. And, you know, that's one of the challenges uh, our clients are seeing as well. How do we come up with a newsworthy press release? Uh, mm-hmm. and, and there it's more, you know, because our price point is, is dramatically lower than traditional news wires. And, yes, it is. Uh, people are, are using, you know, PR Web to create uh, more online content, more lottery tickets in the search engine lottery uh, yes, to make it more all, easy for you know, them to be found. That's what everyone so, tells me, is yeah, that it's so all, it's, you know, they'll use PR Web when they want to uh, maximize the, the SEO. That and, and create online visibility, absolutely. And so it's not that... Uh, you know, we have something newsworthy, what are we going to do with it? It's more, how do we come up with something newsworthy? It's a right. little, little juxtaposition there. Um, and sometimes you do have to turn to your PR person and say, well, can you help us out with this angle? Or, you know, it, yeah. can we wait until we have bigger news to include this item? You know, things yeah, like that. There are, there are ways to, to do the whole process. Yeah, and that's hugely important. I mean, I can look at you know our marketing newswire and see that those releases that are truly newsworthy—they're not my cat had kittens type <laughs> press releases. Uh, right. The ones that are truly newsworthy are the ones that are getting the most play. They're getting the most traction. They have the longer lifespan. Um, when uh, their topic, you know, suddenly. Uh, gets caught up in some churn a year down the road, they get, they're they the ones that get picked up in that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't take away from that traditional PR position of it's got to be newsworthy because it Absolutely. does. Absolutely. Absolutely Absolutely. And, I, you know, as I said, I think, um, you know, uh, pitch letters, if really, really well written and brief, but include all the meaty information, pitch letters can suffice over a press release. You know, I mean, these poor journalists mm-hmm. are being inundated with topics that, you know, they don't write about. They're getting five to 600 emails per day. So you really have to break through all of that clutter, and I really hate that term, breaking through the clutter, <laughs> but it is true. You have to break <laughs> through the clutter to make your clients stand out. So your writing really better be very good. Right, and whether right. It's a is there an alternate delivery letter, channel? I'm sorry? How about an alternate delivery channel besides email? Do you come um, in through a side door anywhere? You know, I actually just pitched my first journalist, who is a very good friend of mine, actually, through LinkedIn. 
and I've heard that other people are beginning to pitch them through MySpace and Facebook. But again, I don't find MySpace and Facebook to be very professional yet. Um, those two environments, you know, unless you're an actor or a singer, um, I don't, you know, or or a TV reality star, I I don't think those environments serve a professional well. You know, it's I one agree. thing. It's one thing to draw, to put something up there just to draw traffic back to your site. It's a whole other mm-hmm. thing. It's a whole other thing, you know, to put up your um, picture, the pictures of you standing on a bar going woohoo, <laughs> you know, right. the night before. So, um, you know, there's there's definitely um, a sense of professionalism that needs to take place if people are going to continue to use those. But I do hear that people are pitching journalists through LinkedIn, MySpace, and Facebook now. Hmm. And journalists are also requesting it. I'm not sure why, but, you know, maybe because their inbox is being flooded. I think it is. I, I wish journalists would discover RSS feeds. That's that's my pet peeve. And I tell you, if somebody would sponsor me, I would go on a nationwide tour preaching the virtues of RSS feeds so that the journalists could subscribe only the content that is truly relevant to their editorial call Exactly. And, uh, you know, you know I don't even know if they're on an read... editorial calendar and they're working on the feature of the month, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you read the uh, Chris Anderson article on his blog about, um, you know, Chris Anderson is the editor of Wired. And I don't mm-hmm. know if you read that probably about six to eight weeks ago, but he ranted and, you know, about all of these PR people who are now on his, you know, blocked list from all of these PR firms because they sent him one too many emails that didn't apply to him. They also didn't take the time to find out who the correct reporter is. So Chris just finally got fed up and said, you know, the hell with all of you. I'm blocking all of you. And to boot, I'm putting it in writing for the world to see. You know, the article in the blog was so inflammatory that it made it into the New York Times. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. know, there's he had a unique are, position in that he was the editor, and he had other people on his staff that should have been receiving those those uh, emails. Absolutely, which, you know, I think is really what drove him to the the edge there. Oh, absolutely, and I can completely understand his point of view. I think he's got every right to be ticked off. <laughs> you know, at the same time, he also has to realize that in the background, um, you know, somebody's boss is telling them to send it to him. Yeah. So whether or not it's correct, if he's the correct beat, somebody in the background is saying, you know what, you need to send it to Chris at Wired and not the other person at Wired because Chris is the editor. So, you know, there's a little bit of give and take here, and I do understand both sides of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think they probably just got tired of sending out those, you know, you got the wrong address emails. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, they, they keep doing that, yet there's this proverbial feed that's still coming in of people that haven't received that or are ignoring it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I share their frustration. It's, uh, I feel their pain, I guess, is what I'm trying I to say. Imagine. I yeah, can imagine. I can imagine. And I wonder, you know, you know there's uh, someone else around Wired, I can't remember who it was, that said, you know, my email uh, fills up with two to 3,000 uh, of these sort of things a day. And uh, he says, there's no sense in me even trying to delve into it. Well, 90% of it gets deleted. And even the stuff that is particular to that reporter or their beat gets deleted because they just don't want to go through it anymore. And I can completely understand that, which is why you need to make your writing and your pitch stand out 
so well above anybody else that, you know, it, it, the reporter can't not notice it. And that's what we come back to every time, whether it was 20 years ago or today. It comes that's back true. to the content. And I will so no say, no matter what the delivery know, channel is, it comes down to the content. Absolutely. And I will say that, you know, PR today, because of all of our various modes of delivery and technology, is incredibly different from what it was even 10 years ago, even five years ago. Yeah. You know, it's not just about picking up the phone and, you know, talking to a reporter that you have a 15-year relationship with now. Now you have to call them five or six times before you even get them on the phone or harass them by email. And there's a point <laughs> where you no longer want to harass them because you don't want to get on their bad side either. You know, you have to right. know when to draw the line and <laughs> say, okay, well, you know, this reporter just isn't interested at this point in time. All right. So it's All a right. delicate balance. It is, it, and that is, uh, you know, the job security for the, you folks in the public relations field is to maintain that balance. It's been great having you on the show today. Thank you Thank so you much. Thank you so much, Joe. I appreciate it, and I'd love to talk to you again. And people will find you where? JBLHcommunications.com. Excellent. Well, that's it uh, for today's uh, cover story. Uh, thanks again, Jocelyn, for being Thank our you. guest, and uh, we'll see you folks here next week.